All right, what's going on, everybody? It's the Yacht84 Show live here from quarantine in our unique locations from all around the United States tonight. As always, to the right of me, we have Adam the Mallets. And hello, hello. to my direct left, we have Ryan Glover. And Ryan, would you like to introduce our first guest tonight? Of course I would. With less than a year in adult, Latina Honey Carmela is definitely leaving her mark with her exotic look, audacious body, and flexibility. Fans know if Carmela's name is on a scene, they'll enjoy it. She puts her body and soul into all her scenes and has received the moniker of Queen of Sweaty Sex. Ooh. <laughs> Ryan, <you're here. laughs> Ryan, your, your introductions <laughs> are amazing. That's an intro. Thank you. <laughs> You should be sponsored by ShamWow. <laughs> <laughs> and all the way from Dallas, Texas, we have a very funny comedian, Chris Timoney, joining the show for probably the fifth to sixth time, I think, at this point, over the course of the years. Yes, yes. Hello. Uh, how are you doing, guys? Good to see you again. Same here. Carmella, nice to meet you. Ryan, how are we doing? Everyone mm-hmm. in www.facebook.com land, hello. So we're, we're spread literally across the United States tonight. Carmella, you're in uh, Las Vegas, or you know, L.A., you Los said, right? Los L- L.A. Yep, L.A. LA. And uh, Chris, obviously, in Dallas, uh, and the boys up yep. here are isolated in Massachusetts. So I would say we're winning the COVID game up here. Uh, oh, yeah, we're losing guys. down here. We've lost. <laughs> so what's, so what's <laughs> it like? We'll stop you, Camilla, too. What, what's it like in California um, during these times? What's going on in L.A. right now? Is it How much different is it is compared to uh, every day, Wait, you know, um, six, seven months ago? Well, okay, so a couple months ago, uh, there's a lot more cars on the road. I am starting to see some people back on the road, um, but everything for the most part is shut down. There's a little, there's very few restaurants that are open. You can kind of sit outside um, and, you know, you could go to the beach and social distance yourself. For the most part, LA is canceled right now. <laughs> yeah. Shut down LA. It's not, it's not, exist- yeah, everyone needs to stay, stay home. We need to get rid of this stuff. We need to, give arts ourselves time to heal and move forward. Absolutely. Yeah. And Chris, down in Dallas, I mean, Texas was one of the first states to just say, hey, everybody, come here and have a good time. We're ready to grow. And it doesn't look like that was such a good idea in the beginning. Yeah, so, like, Dallas is kind of a very modern city, like, very, you know, I'll use the term northeastern thinking, you know. So, this, you know, but the rest of the state and the governor and the lieutenant governor, they're not on their playing a different game or not on a different page. So, yeah. So they just said, yeah, screw it, open, whatever. And then, you know, things got crazy. So, but um, I mean, for the most part, you know, even before the mask mandate happened, like finally like two weeks ago here or something, most people in my area, you know, in the north of Dallas, like 20 minutes, you know, everyone's wearing masks to go to the grocery store or whatever. You know, there's not really, I've been to one bar in like five months. I was uh, I was in Vegas last weekend and I needed uh, some supplies for set and um, and I did a little bit of shopping I was surprised to see the mall was open and when the mall was open I mean I walked in it was like a zombie land for a little while and it slowly started to fill up with people and just as as soon as it filled up it shut down they closed all the stores and uh, I mean it was Sunday so they were closing early anyways but um, People are starting to, I think they're tired of being stuck indoors. Oh, yeah, I absolutely agree. And, you know, everyone's, you know, like I said, I gave the government 10 weeks to figure it out. And after that, I uh, I opened my front door and walked outside for the first time in two and a half months. Uh, did that about a month ago because you only get to stay it's locked up for so long. And especially, yeah. like you said, you're in being in Vegas. What the hell is that like at like 50, like not a full 
hundred percent. You know, you can't go to bars, right? You can gamble. That's about yeah. it. And if you don't like to gamble, yeah. what are you gonna do? The the yeah, you can't go to bars. Um, you can gamble. Um, oddly enough, you could buy liquor, but there are no bars open. So like, if you stay at the hotels and you want to order a drink, you'd have to order a drink from whatever um, restaurants they have that are. Oh, it's weird. It's just a very strange situation. Um, people are acting over there as if it's not really going on if there's no pandemic. So, I mean, people, they do enforce wearing the mask through the casinos. Um, but I've seen people just as quickly and easily wear it like half over their face or, you know, have it just looped around their ears and hanging from their chin. What about like debt, like other, like off the strip Vegas, like are dispensaries open is like, is there stuff open downtown? All right. So this is the funniest thing. In Vegas, they shut down dispensaries for like a day from what I heard, but then they opened them right back up. They didn't even <laughs> consider doing that in L.A. because there there would be, oh, my gosh, there would be, be right. so much turmoil. People would oh, be losing man. their that, mind. If you can't let people go outside, at least let, at least let them be high. They're going to be stuck in, inside with their families all day. Let them be high. Oh, yeah. They're going to be stuck watching... I mean, if you're going to be, yeah, I mean, you could always watch porn all day. That that works too. Which would be good for your, your be good for your industry. You know, you need to get the views up. You know, I think, and I think a lot of people were doing that anyways. There was a statistic that said that the the the, the those websites have been uh, during the day were like up like phenomenally Ooh. more than they usually are because people are like you know working for a couple That's hours true. and you know yeah. sneaking away. Yeah. And they're, and they're working from home a lot of a lot. Okay, so it's it's interesting that you mentioned that because there are certain trends. Before I got into um, the adult entertainment, I was in marketing and advertising for a little while, um, and I worked with uh, some major brands. So I, I got some really good experience under my belt. And one of the things about the internet is it doesn't really sleep. It doesn't really turn off. Just as one uh, hemisphere goes to sleep, another one wakes up. So. Um, Interestingly enough, though, there's a certain curve, bell curve that you see. Early mornings, you guys want to get a nut. They're really horny. Um, mid-afternoons, believe it or not, that's a thing. Guys are apparently, even before COVID, they were going off out of their desk, going to the bathroom and nice happy whacking it. Pressed out at work. Yeah, <laughs> creating that tweaky. Yeah, then then they'd get out of work and they'd be stuck in traffic and they'd beat one out or they would oh my watch God, it. That's or, a little much. Yeah. They they may or may not, they may just like look through like scrolling through their feeds, like, oh that's hot. I'm I'm gonna watch that later. I'm gonna look at that or um, you know, that's where they're checking their messages and whatnot, and yeah. then you see a trend spike again. You know, they're prepping night. themselves for when they get home. They're like, hmm, like, exactly. They, they want to have everything exactly. queued up so you can go home and boom, get right to it. Well, and 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 it's interesting that you say that. The way that men typically watch it is is they'll put up several windows of things that they want to watch, and they'll just click through what they want to watch without having to stop, and so that way they don't have to like take their hands off of the. There. Oh yeah, it's the feverish. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, it's like this feverish. show with all the oh, windows. Oh, we gotta get this done. Oh yeah, it's like you know, like you have a stock trader. He's got all the monitors up, watching everything. <laughs> yes. you, you, know, you got ass. You got titties. You got. I'm two screens away from that. I'm two screens away from that. See, and if you got and if you got Carmela Clutch on your screen, you need two screens just for each ass cheek. They, you know, that's true. Program like okay, we're going this clip for 45 seconds. I'm going to get up here. Then we're gonna mm-hmm. watch. Uh, we got a little squirt there. Yeah, they're gonna, <laughs> then we're gonna watch Carmela fix this sink with this 
dude right here and then yeah oh oh wow yeah yeah oh look she's she's fixing that sink so well <laughs> you're not exactly practicing social distancing there carmella are you <laughs> Listen here. <laughs> well, you could social Wait distance minute, your monitors. Oh, that's, yes. a, that's a good, crazy question. Like, a, a great question. So, have you shot any scenes since this pandemic? So, when when the initial when the initial pandemic um, struck and we, there was a, a total industry shutdown, the only thing that we were allowed to shoot with were the people in our immediate homes. So. Luckily enough for me, I live at a model house. Oh, oh, so my so, so the people in my household oh. are porn stars. Oh, oh I've always go. wanted to deliver pizza to a place like that. Oh, and you should because you walk out pretty much naked. <laughs> I swear, every time I, I order DoorDash, the guy's like, can I come? Oh yeah, I'm I like, bet. You, that's like there are so many answers to that. That's a cooler but, um, version than the uh, comedy condo that the com comedians have to stay in. It's just a dirty, dirty place. It's it's not. It, most model houses are not are not the best uh, no, no. places. But <laughs> but but ours is really nice and I enjoy it. And you know, um, but neither here nor there. So I did get to work a lot of solos. I worked with a couple of the talents that were in my home. Um, and then they lifted the the uh, the ban, and now we're able to perform with other people so long as we get our STI testing as well as our um, uh, COVID testing. So I have, for example, I got booked for a scene in Vegas, August twentieth. Thank you. And <laughs> I have to actually go get tested for it the nineteenth or the eighteenth. You know, I have to be tested. A day or two before, so you it, you have a certain amount of time that's okay. allocated for each test. So I mean, it's an, it's an imperfect system, but it is a system that we're working towards to ensure the safety of the cast and crew because ultimately we love what we do and we want to keep doing it for you. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like one of the better systems around compared yeah, well, to everywhere else. Sounds better than Major League Baseball. I mean, they can't figure it out, but you guys figure it out. It seems like there hasn't been any incidents I mean, that I've reported yet. It'd be pretty cool. I'm going to start selling, you know, um, ad space behind me, and then you can buy, you can go ahead and purchase a cutout and be in the there background of my porns now, just like baseball. I would, oh, I would totally do that. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. I would, oh, absolutely. You were, say, you were saying that you live in a house. You, you were saying that you live in a house with all other porn stars, but my question, are any of them like in relationships? Like, how does that work? Like, are they allowed yeah. over to visit if some of them are? Like, how does, how, what's the code for that? Like, okay, how... so I, I'm currently dating a woman in the industry. Okay. Um, she, you know, um, she comes over whenever she'd like. If I was dating a man, it would be a little bit more, um, a little bit more iffy depending, you know, I wouldn't just bring over anyone to my home. Um, this would be somebody that like, especially cause he's a guy and there's nothing but women that live there. They would have to stay in the common areas. Um, luckily for me, I have a private room, so I don't have to worry about having a roommate or anything like that. Um, think of it kind of like dorm style almost. Yeah. It's like a college um, suite. It sounds like, you know, it's, <clears throat> it's, it's very fun. It's a very, okay. It's so much fun. Oh, I, I really do love this lifestyle. That I live. It sounds like an MTV reality show. Yeah. Make it. It, That's what it sounds like. But way better. It's yeah, kind of, exactly. Yeah, like, I've been saying this forever. I'm like, I, Netflix needs to go ahead and just follow, give us a show and follow us around for a while because we can actually talk about sex on Netflix. And Oh, um, so Carmela, that actually leads me to something I just want to ask you. It was the one thing sure. I wanted to see if you had seen. So have you seen and is the way the house you live in and how you, like, you know, your guys' 
you know, schedule, work schedule and lifestyle, whatever in the industry. Have you ever seen the, the, the documentary on Netflix, Hot Girls Wanted? I have. I saw that just yeah. as I was entering so I know, the, and, the And I know that takes place in Miami, but- Where I'm from, like a, yes. Yeah, so is this like, a, is like, is that pretty, you know, true to real life, that documentary or that you've experienced and heard or? Is it, it similar is, to how you guys are living, you know? It is one facet of a very large industry. Um, the industry is huge and yet so small, it's like a high school. Um, there were some truths uh, to that to that video, but I think that they were only showing a small portion or, or one story or one type of story rather. I know right. many more stories of, uh, not just perseverance, but success. Um, porn saved several of my friends' lives. Uh, it, it has provided them financial opportunity to um, rid themselves of bad situations, of bad people, get themselves out of um, debt, help their families, um, help their friends, especially during these times. I am in a position with a college degree. I was not making enough money to help my family and friends. But now, I had uh, just a good friend of mine hit me up the other day and she wasn't asking for help, but she needed some help. And I was able to provide that for her in a way that I wouldn't have been able to do that before. Um, I've, I am treated with more respect and courtesy in this industry, in this field these days now, more so than when I worked for large major um athletic teams in South Florida and I'll leave it at that. Oh, okay. So, so, and with a college degree, I'm saying this and I'm my own boss. I make my own hours. So wh um, what made you get into it? Like what was, what was the, did you, were you always interested in it or was it, you had an opportunity and you were like, I've, Hey, let me try it. Like I have always been a sexual person, a sexual being. Um, I've always found the art of seduction to be really uh, enticing and interesting. I would study different cultures and, and what was considered seductive and attractive and appealing to them. And um, I, I just remember my very first fantasy, I was seven years old. Seven. Damn. Seven. I was not a victim of any sort. I'm not a victim of any sort. So I can't, you know, so, oh, well, were you? No, I wasn't. I didn't have a funny uncle. None of that. <laughs> um, you know, Ooh. I simply, oh, I'm here. I'm here. There we go. Uh, I'm simply, uh, I'm simply a sexual being, and that fantasy, I mean, was a pretty intense one for a seven-year-old to have. So I've just always been like that. Um, Were there any and... Muppets in that fantasy? Or... <laughs> no, no. The only Muppets, the only socks, were like shoved into my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> for a seven-year-old, that's pretty extreme because, like, it, you really don't. It was consensual and non-consent. Um, so yeah, like BDSM rape fantasy, yeah, stuff like that, gangbang, and that wow. was the fantasy I had at seven. And how did you know what? How did you know that? Did you had you seen something, or had you just no. like no? You, I didn't. You just I knew. didn't come to realize this until much later on. I had the fantasy, um, and I and I knew what I was playing in my head, but I didn't understand the gravity i thought something was wow. wrong with me yeah. I, I honestly thought something was wrong with me for so much of my life i didn't understand that i was just a sexual person yeah um other indications there were other indicators that you know made me realize like um uh having reached puberty i went to go uh, see a, a doctor a female doctor and um 
a lady doctor. And the lady doctor told me that uh, when she checked my hormone panels that uh, I have extra high levels of estrogen and testosterone. At the time, I had what would be considered the peak of a woman's sexual performance or sexual height um, between 30 and 35 years old. I had wow. that at age 11, 12. Holy so, cow. That's why I look the way I look. No, no kidding. Uh, Jesus. <laughs> Just very popular well, in high school. You. Very popular in high school, I bet. So wait, you were no, 11? No, I wasn't. Your... I was a nerd. No one liked yeah, me. Yeah. I was, I was I a chubby nerd. Yeah. Like you were, I was, I was like that. They're introverts, it seems like. I was you a were... chubby nerd. I was the chubby nerd that you had no idea was thinking the freaking nastiest thing. It's probably real. You were 11 when you had that first gangbang fantasy? No, I was seven when I had that first gangbang fantasy. Oh, my God. Come on, Chris. Seven. I was 11 when I realized that I, I like, yeah. That's wow. what happens in my age. I, I just had my first gangbang dream last month. Oh, really? Oh, well, I was just waiting in show. line talking about the PGA, waiting our turn. And then it ended. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even well, get welcome in. welcome to the show. <laughs> well, the line was huge. It was like 30 people deep. And, you know, guys oh. were taking their time. So Chris, Chris oh, was a very late developer. In the, dream, in the dream, I never made it. In real life, I probably lasted like two minutes. That's okay. I mean, it's a gangbang. There's plenty of people there. So. Plenty of well, time. then, because you figure, just... you're, you know, I figured I'd be out by then. I don't want to pay another hour parking. I'm like, well, I've been waiting for a Let me get in and do this. Thank you. This has been great. You don't want to be the last I one. Can't. You don't want to be the last <laughs> one. Where did the name Clutch come from? Um, okay, you like so... to drive a stick? <laughs> Is it because you like to ride a stick? That's what I was saying. <laughs> oh, yeah. I love Hey, don't, don't give me that look, young lady. <laughs> <laughs> It's because she's always got the ball at the end of a basketball game. Mm. She's like LeBron. Well, actually, it was more of like the the idea of like whenever something was about to go wrong, someone lost something or they needed help with something or they needed some information, I kind of just knew where, what it was that they were looking for, what they needed, how to fix the situation. I always came in clutch, even if it was something that, randomly was falling off the table i would random i don't know i would just randomly catch it and it would happen so frequently while i was around this uh, group of people who were content creators um that they started calling me clutch parker uh because hey miss parker that yeah. type of like your body is ba ba boom so i was like yay oh, wow. okay um but it turns out that a it's a it's a nickname used for a basketball player already so um they were like what about caramela you are like caramel and sweet and spicy and i was like okay cool but my demographic my fans can't spell it so we're going to simplify that to carmella and there that's you how go. you get carmella clutch now, when, you, when you're doing scenes like are there are times you're like i hate this position like are there positions <laughs> that like you don't like or you prefer over others and like are there things that you won't do also the questionnaire I, Phil, Priya? I love almost all positions I've ever tried. <laughs> I all love right. them. I love them. Right. But I do have I do have some favorites of mine. Um, oh. So it's an interactive show. It's yes, to see. an interactive show. See, you get an you get an arch too. Yeah, so so, so this one. So the people listen, in. So the people listening to the podcast, uh, Adam, would you like to describe what you're seeing here? Well, you're talking, so I can't. Camilla has to talk because the camera goes back to okay. her. Okay, I'm just so, gonna. I'll, I'll yeah, say a couple of things here. My nice, back is uh, nice. Arch here. Um, it's quite a nice, nice, lovely lady hump going on there. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, that one happens to be one of my favorites. But um, okay, it's a yoga class. Yeah, uh, the cool thing about porn. I was just saying this this weekend. 
it has opened so many doors about what I like sexually. It's crazy. I didn't know that I like foot worship. I, up until this weekend, oh, wow. I had done it a couple times, but I really like it. I enjoyed it. I had a great time. You too. The last person we talked to said they liked feet too. And I am like always I'm, been kind I don't of... like feet. That's the thing. I don't normally, I like. You do now. I, I, I have an insecurity <laughs> about my foot. So I didn't think I would like my feet being played with. And I really enjoyed it. Hmm. So crazy. Like, cause feet to me, are, it's just, it's, I mean, it's harmless, whatever to each their own. Like I always say, but like feet to me, I, I've always found kind of like they're wrapped in a cloth that's in a shoe all day. I don't want that. <laughs> well, okay. Like so so in all fairness, in, in all fairness, before my foot, my foot scene, I made sure that I had gotten a fresh pedicure. My feet right. were brand new, brand new, clean, like nice and washed and everything. And he was really into feet, like really into feet. And, um, it was for, it was for a, a company that we ended up doing the, the trade for, uh, freak mob and that I mean it was great I was surprised I was surprised that I came as hard as I did and that I oh, got wow. as turned on as I did um like what, you know, what's the scene that you feel like is your best scene like this is the scene I gave my all like if you had to pick a favorite out of all your work right now your career ends today it, no I'm just saying like hypothetically, final... <laughs> career was to end today, you saw my face on like, was the best scene I did. Like well, Tom Brady versus the Atlanta Falcons. That is that's the game right there. You want to sum it up? I haven't I haven't gotten to that scene yet. Oh, I haven't wow. gotten to that scene yet. She sounds like, like Tom Brady. She's clutch. She hasn't achieved the highest level of uh, her career yet. Well, I mean, for the stars, right? I, I, I got a lot. I got some things to do. But I, I will say this: every time I walk onto set, and I, I I leave off off of set that day. I leave a piece of my soul in this, in a sense of this. I really, <laughs> when I say that, I, I mean this, I put everything I have yeah. into my scenes. And I think that's, that's where I got the term, the queen of sweaty sex was not because I, well, yes, I do sweat, but <laughs> I'm human, but, <laughs> but because I, I really am passionate. I find something that's attractive about my partner that I really truly focus on. And I'm, I'm in it every five, every second, every drop of sweat every squirt the passion is in there the um the feeling is in there you can almost feel it like you're in the room with me um and i think that that's what the fans are really looking forward to and they want to see so as i progress and grow as a performer every performance i give is is better and better and better so what's my my mile marker milestone performance it hasn't happened yet because I'm still doing the basic boy girl 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 I, you know what I'll probably be one of those people that takes on 30 30 and a gang bang and it's a nice. full triple penetration wow. hair pulling like squirting and you know arcs of squirting jizz everywhere and cover me in bukkake like you know. so oh, on the other side of that is that how you know it's when it's time to hang it up and for it to end it's like hell oh, no, another day at the just, office like no, another day at the no. office I'm getting pounded no, and I hate it today means- that's what I love about this is there's always ways to get creative with it. And just as when I reach my, my pinnacle of my career is when I may decide, okay, well, you know what, maybe I'll step behind the camera. I'll start fostering hey, the new awesome. talent and teaching someone else to become the next, uh, whatever they are. I don't want them to be the next me, but the next them. Yeah. Like a mentor. Awesome. So you say you're in, yeah. so you say you're currently a girl. Have you always been into girls or is this something you kind of just dabbled in or is it kind of, you know? I've always been bisexual. Um, I just didn't know that I was bisexual or rather I repressed it a lot when I was younger. Okay. But um, I've always been interested in women going back now as an adult, watching some of the movies I watched them. They're like, that's why I watched wild things and just 
rewatched it over and over again. Yeah. You know, great movie. Great, great couple of scenes mm. there in the middle. I think when I was in ninth grade, <laughs> that came out. And I think I just wore, I wore the, the VHS out of that scene. They were there in the pool together. I think, I, <laughs> yes. I think that's the only thing I watched that movie. I just over and over, over and over again. <laughs> it's One like of the best sex scenes on of cinema. Was, Me I too. think the sequel sucked. <laughs> they did a sequel, right? I, I think Years so. Years later? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but it wasn't related to the, the first one, I don't think. They were much no, older. because they didn't have any of the any of the original characters. They were so, wild things. They were stockbrokers. Hey, Carmelo, you were, you were talking, you showed us the, the the position that you like and everything. I was super curious. Have you ever done, uh, have you ever Eiffel Towered? Been Eiffel Towered? Yes, I have. Yeah. It's on my OnlyFans. It's Ooh. on my OnlyFans. <laughs> that was King and Stretch. Um, they Eiffel Towered me. Um, let's see. Uh, I have another one with Throne Major and Gabriel Trigger. They Eiffel Towered me while I was tied up in bondage. Oh, wow. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Chris is getting all excited over it. Oh, that's awesome. I for, thought that was for like some a... reason, that's like the funniest sex position that I like to say out loud. <laughs> yeah. And like so, sometimes you say well, Some it of and... the guys don't want to smack hands. They're like, oh, well, that's the thing. Guys so, like, looking you know, each other's when eyes. I'm like, when I'm like group testing with my buddies and like, you know, one of us is texting, oh, did you see whatever movie, that chick, whatever? Then we joke, oh, dude, we, let's Eiffel Tower. What a, you know, some stupid stuff. I thought that was but like a funny myth- position to say. That was like a mythical move. It, like, but it, it's not, you know, it's not common. It's not like it's every, I don't think there's an Eiffel Tower.com. No, there might be. You can definitely, you can definitely look up. Um, you could, you could always search up, you know, Eiffel Towering or uh, Boy Boy the Girl. Best of. The best of. Best of or, best or, of. or compilation. Compilation. Yeah, it, it might pop up. You, you got to be careful. Those yeah. repeatedly. Did you like it? I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the woman you're in a relationship, uh, the woman you're in a relationship with, is she yeah. also in the industry? She is also in the industry. I knew, it seems like a lot of everybody, uh, the people, two people <laughs> we've talked to in the industry, they seem to date also other people in the industry, which I suppose makes things a little easier. Yeah, um, it's difficult to, to date what we would call a civilian. Um, civilian. <laughs> it's hard for them to understand. It's hard for them to understand, oh, how come you don't make that noise with me? Or how come you didn't say mm. that with me? Oh, God, I just thought of it at the moment. You've never done that position. They told me to do it. I'm like... <laughs> Let's oh, order never pizza. Worn that what do you mean? Or I come home and you know, and oh, you know, I want to do it. No, oh, no, babe, I'm. I just finished walking off the set. I'm tired. Can I get my shower? Can I just relax a little bit? Like they don't understand that you don't always want to have sex all the time. Yeah. Um, you know, I do, but even still, sometimes <laughs> I'm tired. You know, sometimes I'm just like, okay, well, can you just take care of that right now then? Because I'm not. Um, but uh, I find, I find that. Um, I've I've only dated a, a little bit, very little. I've, I've my focus has been on work. I really haven't been focused on on dating. And this person just kind of came into my life, and and we just kind of clicked. But uh, we've decided that we we keep it. Ex- we don't keep it exclusive. It's kind of open. Everyone has their own terms, yeah. so to speak. Yeah. And you just we, it's about communication, like with any any relationship. It's communication. Yeah. 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 And plus now it just makes it that much more fun when we decide to like, like tackle a big talent or a guy or something. Nice. Sometimes we'll tag team, we'll tag team someone and that'll Once be the fun. bars are open against <laughs> in Vegas, they would be all set. Then you can go on the prowl. <laughs> oh, we, we already did. We took down Rico strong. 
<laughs> he took us down. He took us down. He put us to sleep, but that's okay. One of your fans You're is watching dying. us right now, Alex Wallace. Big fan of the show. Also a big fan of you is watching. He says, what's up? And, uh, oh, hey. He's probably going to go to uh, one of the websites that you're on after the show and probably uh, have a yes. nice five minutes for himself. Oh, yeah. Whatever creams your Twinkie, baby. Hopefully puts the kid to sleep first. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> into, the, into the footstep. And you're going to be careful. Or at least pops on 30 minutes of Dora. Put Sesame Street. Well, that's where you get the different you screens. You, you can you boot the different screens. It's like, why well, is one of those screens Dora the tell Explorer? Him, okay. Tell him, I guess I could just let him know, listen, one of my scenes is about, like the complete scene is about the, the length of a, of a kid's show. So yeah. pop well, that sucker in, they, put him away for a while. There you go. Go take care of yourself. Oh wow, so Alex, if you're listening, there is your uh, advice for the night. Dora Explorer, you know, you can time it just right, you know. Plan your whole afternoon. I have a question though. How how exactly do you get into the industry? Like like let's say someone Adam's been trying for like, years. He's been <laughs> Yeah. What? I've been filming um, him for years. I always, I always mess with people when they get this question. Okay. So I always joke around and I'm like, you gotta visit the porn land, which is the valley, and mis- visit the magical porn wizard and you know he pops you on the head with a dildo and says, woo, you're in porn, but no. <laughs> it's that easy. Book your flight. Uh, no, no. It is very challenging for men to get into the industry, especially because, um, but once they do get in, their longevity seems to be a much longer than the average woman's career if they decide to stay in. Um, it's it's like one giant high school or big kids club. you got to know someone and you yeah. got to have the talent, the raw talent, the the look, uh, I guess I would go with the raw talent. Um, and you have to know the right people. And you have to be very, very selective and strategic about who you work with, when you work with them, why you work with them, how you work with them. First thing you can do, first thing is get tested. We get tested every two weeks. I've been tested three times this month alone, um, mm. which is more than, than the average person, I think. Oh, you have to be safe. Um, and they're... Yeah, of course, of course. We we actually, um, amongst my group of friends, we were talking about it. And we're like, if any one of us got sick, the whole group, the whole industry, in in a matter of months, would probably get sick just oh, because. It'd be love like the yeah. whole industry being the way it is. Yeah, absolutely. Because mm-hmm. everyone's just meeting up with each other. You're constantly in the same, uh, you know, group right. of people. Right. We're, we're always. And you know, other some people have their their don'ts. They they have things that they don't do. Like some some male talents, they don't kiss because yeah. they're in relationships of their own. So or it's not their thing. They don't like kissing a bunch of people, um, you know, or it's too intimate. I know a lot of females that don't do that too. Um, so I, you you figure out what works for you and you make it work for you. You you just kind of live your life like that. Um, there are a lot of sacrifices that come with this lifestyle. So people who think that they can just set up their camera and have sex in front of their camera and they do, they're doing what I'm doing, um, as much as I'd love to say, yeah, no, doesn't work out very well. You know, you need their lighting sucks. Yeah, you need to get the angles. <laughs> the angles are all about yeah. the angles. You know? More, more than the lighting or the, the angles, it's it's the faces, the patterns. Like there's, it's not often that you can find someone who can look directly into the lens of the camera and squirt or come or say some nasty nasty things i would imagine it's like anything else too i mean you're an actress essentially right yeah. so like you yeah know, everyone wants to i be literally an had a cameraman during one of my more rough scenes um 
put the camera right in my face, literally this close to my face, and say, wave hi to mommy and daddy. Wow. And I'm there like, they're like, say hi, daddy. And they like kept spacking me and they're saying, say hi, daddy, say hi, daddy. And I'm like, hi, daddy. I had to look in the Jesus. camera and just, hi, daddy. <laughs> and they wanted, they wow. wanted a reaction. They wanted me to cry. Yeah. But I wasn't going to give them that. That wasn't going to happen. But um, you shit. have to be an actress. You have to be a performer. You have to be willing to just turn it on. That happens to me off. at work sometimes. I get a camera in my face to tell me to say hi, Dad. Do you think it's a certain constitution? Because, like, you know, like, you see these scenes and stuff or anything, like, on, like, sites like facial abuse. And, like, the girls, like, at the end are, like, balled up in the end crying and stuff or anything. Do you think, like, you know what I mean? And stuff or anything, like, certain girls, like, get into it thinking that it's going to be easy and... I think it's important that everyone do their research. I have worked for facial abuse um, twice. Uh, both time, both times I had a fantastic time on set and I didn't have any issues. However, the night before I watched, I paid and watched everything on their site that I could. Every second, I heard every joke, every slander, everything that they could throw because I wanted to be prepared. Yeah. I also knew that I knew from enough people who had been on there that anything that I had said during the interview could be used during the scene. So I knew not to mention my family too much. They didn't even know about my family that they, for all they knew I was an orphan. So I did that on purpose because I knew that as a performer being my very first scene, that was my very first scene. Um, it was going to be intense and I didn't want to mentally not be there. I wanted to be focused on the moment and, and enjoy it because I do like rough sex and I do enjoy, um, this industry as a whole i really enjoy shooting it's fun i'm glad that we're back to it it just took me away with that i mean that, that's, that's awesome <laughs> i don't know what to say so wait it's like a it's like a like a pump, pump your, it sounds like, like before you do a scene you're kind of like mentally pumping yourself up right Fuck so yeah. is Fuck it yeah. is it you more like Right, I know, I know. So is it? Chris is pumping himself up right now. But is it is is your pump up speech more like, yeah, I'm gonna, I can't wait to get, I can't wait for this guy to fuck me, I can't wait to get this guy off, or is it, I want that cock insanely bad right now? <laughs> it depends. It depends on the person, on the talent I'm working with. Um, sometimes it's someone that I've already worked with before, so I'm like, ooh, I'm gonna have so much fun with him. Mm. Or sometimes it's like. It just depends on the vibe. It depends on the chemistry. Um, sometimes I, I really want nothing more than to devour him and drain every last drop from him. Mm. And sometimes awesome. wow. I want him to to rip me into pieces. And, like, I won't be happy until he does. And so I'm still whole right now. And I'm not happy because I'm not ripped into pieces. But, hey. But, uh... That's awesome. So, do, do, so, what, what happens if you're on set and say, like, all right. Like, I feel like a woman, if she's not excited, she can at least hide it a little bit longer. Nah, he's going to go down. Like, he's going to lose his heart on, right? So so what happens, like, in those times where, like, a guy just can't, you just have to wait it out? You slip a Viagra Ooh. to him? Like, what Ooh. happens? Like Some of them, sometimes they'll take something to um, <clears throat> before the scene. Um, sometimes they'll excuse themselves and take their phone and just, you know, get whatever it, it takes for them to get there. Um, with some of my co-stars, I really know most of my co-stars well, um, at, at least professionally speaking, and, and I feel comfortable enough to help them get yeah. to that point yeah. if I need to. <laughs> there you go. But little tug. Not, 
but that doesn't that doesn't necessarily happen all the time and that's not that's not expected nor is it ever demanded or um or or like i said it's never expected it should never be expected he's a performer i'm a performer the way that i come in and i have to be well hydrated and prepared for the scene he does too and if it means that it's hard for him to get there i'm more than happy to help but i'm also not going to destroy my body physically Mm. in doing so um and i have it hasn't happened to me but there have been cases where you know girls will be like oh yeah you know it took him forever and now my lips are all broken and i have you know a scene tomorrow and i can't do that i'm not gonna ever let it get to that point at that point i'd rather give you a break a water break a a smoke break a a whatever you need you need to call your girlfriend and talk to her for a minute you know you could have a discussion with god you need to talk to your your penis for a minute that's cool whatever you need to do i'll talk to your penis for you what's usually the what's usually the time limit they give you guys to uh film because obviously if there's some technical difficulties and you have to you know kind of you get yourself back to where you need to be like wh- wh- at what point does the director say you know what maybe we'll just cut this and we'll, we'll work on this tomorrow or we'll try to piece this together um well they'll always try and complete the scene if they have to scrap the scene it's it's pretty bad it's yeah. a bad thing if they got to scrap the scene um there's usually like a cancellation and there's a there's paperwork oh, and God. no one likes Sounds paperwork like everyone just likes you know absolutely not yeah. So. yeah i do all my sex paperwork Way before I have sex. Absolutely. You got to get those things signed You should always do off. your paperwork first because you need to yeah. check IDs. That's Morning. Yeah, I always well, check IDs when I'm having sex. You know. <laughs> having the NDA. Chris right about when she's about to climb on. I'm like, wait a minute. Let me see that ID one more time. Chris, get a scan it. You might have to get right here. Do some buddy ears. Hold it right there for Can me. you take it's it out of the wallet? Says your eyes are blue. Your eyes blue. Put it between brown. your breasts. That's a good one. That's it. I need to ID this, and you're gonna put it right there on your on your tits. Oh, can I you use that. that? Can you use that line in your next scene somehow? <laughs> uh, I'll do. That. Yeah. I'll, you want to see my ID? I'll just like yes. put there. Can you work in yeah. T money as well somehow? Somehow I get that in there and kind of like a little like a little <laughs> Easter egg to it when you're next to a movie. I, I get a writing I credit. I don't even need to be paid. Just give me a writing credit if you say the word. <laughs> okay, <laughs> got you. He's gonna be studying the catalog. I, I sure as hell don't know people's age anymore. I remember me and Artie went for a drink a couple weeks ago, and there were these girls that were right in front of his Jeep, and they're like, "Oh, we're gonna go to bar," and I'm like, "Oh, they go to dance class." No, they meant like an actual bar. Yeah. I thought they were like 15 years old. Remember that? Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, because you. Figure you could drink right now if you were born 1999, you can drink. No, you know, just think what all of us were doing in 1999, oh God, right? I feel old. Blows your mind when you put you put that into concept. It's like, yeah, so it's crazy. I feel so old. No, <laughs> IDs are a plus. You always want to ID beforehand because you get yourself yeah. in some. Trouble. No, I got I got ID'd everywhere in in Vegas. I was like, really? Come on, I'm yeah. older than you. It's a, it's good though, right? It's nice to be ID'd. It makes people think it you is. Good. No, it is. It definitely is. I, I think I was just, I think I just get annoyed sometimes. I'm just like, I just put it away. You just saw him check my fine. Yeah. Cause or we, like, um, I'll be sitting at the casino and you know, like, um, they'll, they'll come around. They'll, the security will come around. They'll check my ID. And then about 20 minutes later, another one will come around and check my ID. Yeah. And then about 20 minutes later, another, and I'm just like, all right, you maybe know they what? Did, maybe this just is flirting. how I lose my ID. They could be just flirting with you. You know what I mean? I've used that move many a times. You know what I mean? Just, hey, what's your ID? Then you get all their information. Then you can search them on Facebook. So that's, that's why we do these things. <laughs> Maybe hope not. I really hope not. That's my my actual ID, not my. So we gotta like, take I'd a picture of this Google real quick. My, my, my name, my stage name. So has anyone ever like seen you in public and been like, "Hey, are you, you know, Camilla?" Like, like, yeah, I I've been recognized once or twice before. Okay. Um, the first time it really threw me off. 
and I asked the guys like can I get a picture with you I was like dude can I get a picture with you like, why and I'm like you, you're the first person to ever ask me for a picture so <laughs> what's that yeah. like is, is it like off guy like are you with people who I mean so I guess I should rewind a little bit does everyone in your life know you're in the industry so if you're out to say with the you know like a cousin or you know I, I am out I, I'm, okay. I'm out I've been outed to my ah. family and friends so everyone knows uh what I do even their families know <laughs> what I do so um, I was out with another male talent and I think that was what made it so easy for them to identify me is that um, this male talent looks, you know, he's big. He's a yeah. big guy. He looks like a big bodybuilder. Um, and he looked over at me and he's like, I know you. And I'm like, no, I'm sorry. I don't think we've met. I'm not from here. And they're, it didn't even occur to me like they might actually be a fan. No, no, your name is Caramella. No, wait, you changed it. It's Carmella. I'm like, yeah. oh, crap. What? Like you're here for Urban X, I'm like, yeah, yeah, wow. that's me. I'm here. What? Huh? It'd be very. <laughs> I was I so mean, excited. There's a lot of people that know a lot of information about people, so it's not like it's so people do their research, and it's kind of creepy. Oh sometimes. yeah, <laughs> yeah. I like the, I get asked all the time, "How old are you?" And then people will be like, "She's this old, yeah. and her birthday is in a week." I'm like, "Yeah, thanks." That part is, is that weird to you, or do you just get used to it over time? I mean, eventually, it's still to... it's still weird to me. Yeah. It's still weird to me, not in a bad way. It's just one of those like people know my name yeah <laughs> it's still it's still one of those like huh but so have, um, you gone, have you gone to like the do you do like the uh, conventions like the the industry conventions i i started off doing the i started off doing some of the conventions um avn's was a big one i did xbiz uh in miami but unfortunately most of them have been canceled because right. of COVID. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. i haven't and i i joined at a very strange time <laughs> Um, people who joined the industry in 2020 are really at a disadvantage right the second because you know the whole shutdown but I joined a couple months before in, in 19 late 1990 uh, 19 uh, in late 2019 I was gonna say 1990 she's 40 that's a long time ago. Cut her mic. <laughs> <laughs> that's me she had a fake I ID 30, actually I turned 32 in a week um me too but, uh, <laughs> no, really, I turned 32 in a week. That's unbelievable. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, um, I I started at late nine in in 2019, and luckily I was able to build up a small fan base first. Um, I really want conventions to start back up because I really want to meet my fans. I just don't want anyone. I've always to wanted to go to one of those. It's fun. It's so much fun. Avians is amazing. Yeah. It, it's just, it's so much energy and sexuality and everybody's so free and open and body positive. And it's just, it's amazing. It really our, is. Our fans like, oh, I just watched you 69 some dude at the hotel on my phone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sometimes. I was going to say, do fans come up to you and be like, you know, I really loved you at this particular moment in this typical, typ typical video. Like they know the pinpoint yeah. of what, they, oh, that, that yeah, blows my mind. I have this look apparently that I make when I'm really like into it. It's like this look in my eyes that it just is pretty much like, yeah, motherfucker, anything goes. Oh, wow. Yeah, you want to spit on my face? Go for it. You pull my hair? Yeah, I like it. Let's do more. <laughs> like, it's that look of like, I don't even know how to describe it. It's oh, just yeah. a pair. I have, I have some freeze frames of it, but. What, um, what, per, what percentage would you say, like when you're moaning, right? And actually like, you know, really enjoying it though. Like what percentage is you really moaning and what percentage is you just kind of hamming it up for the film? You know, I'm sure yeah. some of that. For maybe even other actresses or other people in the industry, I'm sure it's kind of 
they kind of dial it up a bit and it's not real but for yourself like what would you say it is you know? adam is it's... that adam is that question for me or ryan <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry uh i'd say about a good 98 percent of it is real i'm really moaning because i'm really taking it wow. <laughs> and i'm really enjoying it uh i've always been a vocal person you know what they say if and... you uh you know if you enjoy your job you never worked a day in your life Oh, this is true. <laughs> Except for when you put in work. That's true as well. I, yeah. It goes hand in but, hand, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, I feel like I'm monopolizing the conversation. I'm sorry. Guys. No, that's fine. We're just oh, very no. inquisitive. We have a lot of questions. Uh, are you? No, a, I, are you? Are you a sports fan? So you said you, you kind of briefly touched on your some kind of connection to sports and South uh, East Florida, and so are, are you naturally a sports fan growing up, or? Uh, well, I like, um, basket. I like watching basketball. I like, I like sports. I just don't like playing them because I'm not particularly good at them, (laughs) but I'm an active person. Um, I like basketball. I like watching basketball. Um, what was your team growing up? Was it the heat or was it, uh, it was the heat. heat? Yeah. It was the heat. It was the heat. I mean, you're <laughs> you're in that age bracket, uh, a little younger than us that, uh, that 06 heat. That was, uh, Antoine Walker. And uh, yep. Dwayne Wade oh, won the, the championship, right? Dwayne yeah. Wade. So I mean, that was a that was a big year down in Miami. I, I've been to a couple games down in Miami, but in in well, the, the games for the Heat, it's just the energy, like yeah. the city itself. Everyone there has so much energy. Everyone is so um, alive. <laughs> just the that that place, like well, the vibe, the cold, all the different cultures add to it and yeah. create more than just um, a basketball experience. It's like. It's it's really fun. Have you come across any athletes that recognized you, or are you any in situations where you're in the same place that you know any big celebrity or athlete? When I lived when I lived in in Miami, I was so new to porn that they didn't really pay any attention to me or any mind. Okay. When I worked for certain athletic companies, I met several, uh, um, several athletes, several gentlemen. They were all, most of them were very nice yep. um, and courteous, but they never gave me a second look. I'm pretty sure today they watch. I bet they're in the bubble right now watching heard, you. Heard my heard of my name maybe before. <laughs> oh, they know it. They're in the bubble because they can't do anything else other than ride a gondola around uh, Disney World. Uh, so they're sitting there uh, and they're, they're cruising through right now because there's really nothing you can do in the bubble. Play basketball and peruse, if you will. Which is kind of funny because it all comes around. They're probably saying, like, I think that girl looks really familiar. Where did we run into her before? <laughs> I swear we were in the same place for her. That's hmm. funny. Do you, do you miss Miami at all? Being in uh, L.A.? Being on, now it's East Coast, West Coast. It's a completely different world. Yeah, it's a completely different world. Um, I'm from Miami, and Miami is very similar to L.A. in a lot of ways, uh, but completely different as far as the people, the culture, the food, yeah. everything. Um it's similar as far as climate goes, maybe yeah. like weather, but that's about it. World. I, mean, um, I guess you, I, you I adapt. Love here. Yeah. Would you ever go back to Miami or you, would you, I'm sure you visit. To visit. <laughs> yeah. Not to call to it. Visit. Yeah. I don't know if Smart. I, I don't know if I'm, <laughs> that's weird. I, mean, I think I'm a, I think I'm gonna stay my happy ass in LA. <laughs> yeah. I mean, people either love LA or they hate LA. Like I'm, I'm not, I'm not a big fan of LA. I'm more of a fan of Miami. If I had to pick between the two. But I mean, to some people, to say the complete opposite, it's it just it's you just gonna. But you know, I grew, you know what it is. I grew up in Miami, and and I I it's not like I open the door and there's a beach. You yeah. know, I live 
45 minutes to an hour away from okay. the beach where, when I lived in Miami. And even still, like, it's just the same, the same thing of being, you know, 30 years of growing up in the same places, seeing the same people doing the same things over and over and over again. You're just like another Friday night and we're stopping off here to go pick up white cloth. Well, really? Yeah. No, I'm tired of this. So I'm, I think I'm just tired of Miami. Um, also, I never really experienced it from the tourist aspect. Makes sense. <laughs> yeah. That's true. So, Artie, uh, if, if it's up and running as uh, normal with fans and everything, since you're a Miami guy, will you will you be at the NHL All-Star game in uh, late January? Oh, I would love to. I would love to. It's uh, one of the few All-Star games I haven't been to is the NHL one. And uh, I just yep. find it so weird. NHL in Miami, it just blows my mind. Hockey. I, I went to a Panthers game down in Florida once to see the Bruins play. And it's hockey in Florida. It's like I just can't wrap my mind around it. I don't know if it's like 80 degrees out and you just really don't put two and two together. But they love it down there. Tampa Bay Lightning. They, they... See, for Tampa me, Bay, it's, yeah. it's the humidity that kills me. The yeah. humidity is what absolutely destroys me. Um, I can deal with the heat. It's walking outside and immediately feeling sticky yep. and like I can't breathe. Like inhaling a bottle of water. I'd rather... No. Welcome to Massachusetts. <laughs> welcome, welcome to Massachusetts in the uh, summertime. I, I would say the humidity up here at some points is worse than Florida. To be honest with you, in the peak of Don't the summer. Oh, it's bad up there. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's yep. you know you can't really? you can't breathe. We're to, like for example today, the humidity is so thick that when you go outside, you you would feel like you'd rather be in Florida just you know down there. It just I don't know what it is about up there, up here, but it's just it's unbelievable. It, we're experiencing it right now for the next week or two. We'll be in hell. Wishing it was cold, and then uh, it'll snow, and then we'll be all pissy, and wishing it was nice out again. So that's see, that's goes. where we're, that's where we're lucky, Artie, because it's only for like a couple months yeah. out of the year. Like when Florida, it's like all the time. I think there needs to be a study done on like long-term exposure to humidity in the brain, because like Florida has the dumbest, as we've seen, the dumbest crime. Uh, if there's a man fighting a and, stuff like traffic with a samurai sword, it happened in Florida. <laughs> like Florida just has. Uh, the what about the guy crime. that ate some other guy's face? That's right. Yes. There you go. <laughs> what that was he on? Down the street from my school. I was in what? class at the time. I literally was walking out of cl class, and it happened maybe a hundred yards from the end the the door of my school. It was, what was he on really, crystal really meth or something? But yeah, if there's a crazy oh, ass asshole. crime, it's probably taking place. What was he on, Ryan? Bath salts. Yeah, bath salts. It's bath salts. That's what it is. Yeah. Have you witnessed anything crazy in Florida when you were down there when you were living like like some like some hardcore crazy Florida like crime news? Someone twerking on the top of a car in the middle of the highway? That would qualify. Does yes. That have, you, have you seen that? Yes. Okay. Because that happened. That's how you know you're in Florida. Only in that, Florida. Yeah, that's how you know you're in Florida. It's it's really fucking. I feel like the heat and humidity just does something yeah. to people. I knew a guy you know? who was from Florida, and he said his entire life he just basically didn't want to be the Florida man that you read about in the newspaper. Like you know, Florida man found uh, you know where his wife's underwear on in the middle of uh, I-95. You know, you don't want to be that man. It's very tough. Uh, it's, it's, I guess that's a challenge when you grow up down there, you know, and, I, and, and with that in mind, I could see why you wanted to get out of that place because it gets a little fucking crazy down there. True. It's crazy. It's just, mm. I yeah. like LA. That's the weather's moderate. The people are friendly. The only thing is I cannot for the life of me find some good coffee. Really? Coffee? <laughs> or like my good Caribbean food. There's certain <laughs> Caribbean staples that I miss. You said the same word very slow. I just found a great Jamaican place. Um, <laughs> And, but I couldn't. I haven't been able to find like a good Puerto Rican Cuban 
Adam, Adam's losing his shit because you said coffee's so slow. He thought no, you were going to say something slowly, else. Like, I haven't been able to find some good. It almost sounded like you were going to say coffee. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think <laughs> I was going to say? He said it really slow, so I was like, what? He's like, wait a minute. <laughs> you, you, oh, oh, you thought I was going to say I couldn't find some good. <laughs> yeah, because you said it so slow. It sounded like you were going to say coffee. Well, that's why she films in <laughs> Vegas. It's easier out there. Nasty. That's because you're nasty. That's why. Now I know you're going to be the one that's going to be looking up my stuff later. In L.A.? What does she live no, out I by L.A.? I'm already looking it up. There right he is. Now. He has it on his other screen. <laughs> <laughs> Dual screen monitors. There you go. Oh, Shit. Wow. All right. So that's, we're, we're pretty much getting to the close here. Uh, so, Camilla, what, what are you plugging? What's new going on? What do you want people to go visit? Tell, tell the world. Um, so I am actually, go visit my OnlyFans. I'm always on there. I'm uploading daily. I have daily content on there. You can message me. You can get customs on there. I do um, a lot more fan interactions on there than any other platform. Um, you definitely want to check out my many vids very soon. I'm dropping the Luna Star Pressure and myself um, threesome, <laughs> as well as the Rico Strong and Cali Caliente threesome. And then, hot. guys, I'm going to be coming up. It's my birthday in a week. So I oh, am telling everyone, please buy me a birthday gift from my wish list because I'll be using all of those toys and lingerie during my birthday weekend shoot. So happy birthday. Uh, Thank I you. I heard you had a branded clutch face mask. Yes, I have. I have those. I actually, I just got them back in stock and I have them for sale too. So oh, wow. you guys can always reach out to me and grab them and I'll send you guys them. Just let me know. Give me the information so I can send them out. That sounds like a plan. I like that idea. There you go. And then we always, they're staying safe and staying safe, right? Yes, of course. <laughs> hey, hey, all right. Hey, hey, Chris, we haven't, we didn't really get much into the comedy. You still doing comedy down there in Dallas? Because I know you're- No one's doing comedy anywhere. Uh, no, I was, uh, I haven't been, I was doing like my, my game show, yep. um, medium stakes I was doing it around Boston area and, yeah. but yeah, I mean, nothing can't, you know, it's, you know, so I've just been doing stuff on Instagram. I started, you know, I've been, well, as you've seen on the, on the packy, yep. I was doing a lot of sports betting yeah. Yeah, articles yeah. up there. So yeah, so I got back and golf was the first sport back and I was bored as hell. So I'm like, let me watch this. Um, I normally watch the Masters and stuff, but not like every weekend. But there was nothing else on, That's it, so yeah. I started watching. I got into it, and I'm like, all right, let me let me gamble a little bit here. Let me check out and make it so interesting. Been fun, so I've been doing that. So on um, on Instagram, actually, I'll post it tonight. Uh, I've been doing these like little segments, like uh, was it legitimate long shot? You know, I analyze the tournament a little bit, give some spreads, give some guys to bet on, whatever. Yep. So that's on. T Money yeah. Grip on Instagram. There you go. Follow him. So, yeah. And just hanging, really. I mean, I got nothing to do. My work industry's dead. Yep. So I'm just hanging out. That's you. it. Now I'm going to hang out dream. and watch Carmella's life. Yeah, now you... I'm going to hang out, watch a little Carmella Clutch, feed that into the daily schedule. You know, it's going to work Ooh, you in yes. the schedule. I'm telling you. Now he's going to, it's, it's a new relationship now because now he's spoken to you. So it's kind of more of an intimate thing, I would think, right? Oh, yeah. You know, perfect. I can't wait till the, uh, you know, the Eiffel Tower scene comes out. <laughs> <laughs> she looks at the camera and she shoot wins. Her own Tower scene. Oh, oh my God. Well, there you go. <laughs> nice. There you go. You, <laughs> you might need a stunt double stand in after the first minute 30. Look at me. I'm already getting in position. <laughs> oh my god, me too, look <laughs> <laughs> Look, we just need the other one You just need another man to look into their eyes 
All right, Artie, you got to do the other side. You got to do the other side. No, Ryan, you're in. <laughs> oh, we're doing it virtually. <laughs> it was social distancing. We're staying safe. There you yeah, go. That, that's social distancing. The yeah. only thing that we need now are my masks. That's right. Oh, here we go. go. I, I I came, so it's a full scene for me. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, okay. as long as you're happy. You know. Okay. Oh, shit. Where's my check? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Right. What you got going on, my friend, Mr. Glover? Oh man, you know, check out uh, on the Packy DJ Vlad's interview of Tootsie on his three best friends murdering his grandpa and warning them free is black exploitation. Also, check out on my blog uh, my recent article about uh, 10 Jay Z bars that made me think he didn't really sell dope. And then on my YouTube uh, channel, check out my interview with Drew Duncombe, the black Trump supporter who was stabbed by an Antifa uh, member. So, damn. All right, oh. Mr. Mallet, what do you got going on, big guy? As usual, you can check out my uh, my YouTube channel, uh, The Whirlwind Potato, um, move on my movie channel, and always thepacky.com. All right. Well, Chris, Camilla, thank you very much for joining us tonight. It was a pleasure talking to both of you. We had a great time. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so nice excited. I had such a great time. We'll have you guys Carmella, back. you're cool. Yeah, we enjoyed this very much. It was good having you. It was very nice to meet thank you. you. Thank you so much. You guys better keep in touch, okay? We will. We I'm will. Be back on here. <laughs> if you guys watching, and listen. such a great time. Absolutely. If you guys watch and listen, make sure you subscribe and follow our guests tonight, as well as the ID84 show, theid84show.com, and search for us on iTunes, Podbean, Spotify, and YouTube. And that will be it for tonight. And we'll see you guys next week. Have a good week, guys. And thank you again. See you later. Bye. Bye. Happy whacking, guys. <laughs>